Welcome to Two Funny Mamas. You would think after 43 episodes Say we'd have that. your name. Say your oh. name, Sherry Shepard. <laughs> okay, well, since you said it, I'm Sherry Shepard, y'all. Welcome to Two Funny Mamas, the podcast. And, and I'm Kimberly Whitley. <laughs> What's going on, Mae West? What's going on? Talk to me, Mae West. I'm sleepy. Me too. I went to bed at, uh, is, we're doing this in the morning. It's Saturday morning. I went to bed about two in the morning. I was trying to FaceTime you, but you wouldn't answer the phone. Maybe you was asleep. I, went, I was, went to bed at 7 p.m. Okay, then but you got good sleep. But I, sometimes you can get too much sleep and you're did exhausted. You're you tired. Yeah. Then you know what that is, Kim? You're not getting a good restful sleep. You, if you're sleeping right. within your rim, like your fifth rim, you're not supposed to wake up tired. So you actually didn't get good sleep. So you still were probably in that first, second level. Well, I wasn't dreaming. So I was definitely uh, realming or whatever, rimming. Rimming. <laughs> okay, that sounds so nasty. <laughs> Chris knows about that. Chris knows about oh, rimming. Don't bring Chris into the... Good morning, Chris. <laughs> Hello, how are you? How's it going? You know, it's... um. It's good. Kim is in LA. I am in Vancouver. Look like I'm in, look like I'm in prison. That's what it looks like. You do. You look, it looks like. Uh huh. No, sure. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say what Chris said. You look like you're at the DMV. It looks like your passport kind of photo. Yes. Like you, you standing in front of that wall. It's blue. Yes. It's no back. What happened to your backgrounds? They there. I just, you know, I like to change things up. Like I like to change my men up, Sherry Shepard. Wait a I minute. Do I keep it, you know, I keep it comfortable. I think it keep it exciting. Why are you talking like that? What's this character's name? Yeah, I'm not, uh, I keep it coming to all. I change up my men the way I change up my women. Yes. And I like to, what is that? It's called an old, her name is, uh, her name is uh, Tatiana. Mm. Yes, Tatiana and Tatiana likes like to keep it fresh, honey. Well, Tatiana, would you move your chair like two inches to the right? Yeah, because you you're in my box. Let me explain okay. something. Tatiana don't want to be told what to do either. <laughs> Weird, neither does Kim. <laughs> Why? Okay, okay, you're pointing to something like there's going to be a box of letters. Right. <laughs> like now you're going to have to have Chris put a graphic yeah, bubble above absolutely. your finger. Uh, over your, start I over. Like told what to do. I don't like it. Start, o- start over your right shoulder and then go across the screen and spell Tatiana with each one. T A T I yeah, that's like that. Do do spell it out. You gotta spell yeah, it out. out. So he can wait, do the graph. Wait. First okay, of all, who said I can spell Tatiana? <laughs> okay. You gotta do a T. It's a A. It's a T. It's another A. Then it's an N. And an And another A. That's spelled, that you spelled that so wrong. You spelled Tatana. Okay, that's Kim, her, let name. her name. Her name is Tatana. <laughs> you missed the whole I in there. T a t i a n a n a. Then why don't you just say what her name is? Then why didn't you spell it? 
I was trying to, but I didn't want to interrupt Tatana. <laughs> Tatana. I don't know what we're talking about, but I, you know what I want to say, girl? I, when I called you this morning, I tried to FaceTime you yesterday. You didn't pick up the phone. The worst thing is when you're talking to Kim late at night and she tired and she dozes off. Like she will no, fall off no. on you in a minute. And then you'll say, Kim, I'm gonna call you back. No, 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 I'm, I'm here. And she will fall off again and sleep, just Wait, literally. No, no, what's worse than that is when Sherry wants to live, do live on Instagram and she knows you're tired. I was like, I'm tired. She would like, jump on my live. Then I jump on it. And now this is what the whole world has seen. <laughs> you nodding uh, off. It's embarrassing. Then the, the phone flips up, it shows the ceiling, it shows my dirty room. I say, Shut up. don't lie to me anymore because that's disrespectful. I think one time they got a shot of my drawers. It's not good. Mm. You And you had your hair bonnet on? I had my hair bonnet on. Yeah, it was bad. It wasn't bad. You look pretty. You The one good thing about you is you get, your default is always pretty. So no matter how horrible you look, you horrible pretty. Like you're pretty horrible. Pretty horrible. That's, mm. that, well, that's, that's endearing. That's Let great. We're, that. we're five minutes in and we've got the title to the uh, episode. Great. A pretty horrible. Exactly. And, you know, because I always say, Kim, I always tell Kim this, no matter what you do, you, pr you as long as you pretty doing it, then you good. There's some things I No, but well, I called you. What were you, I don't want, no, what were we going to say? I was waiting on you to see what was the next subject. I was tired that was, of talking about Sherry, that's her, that's her moving along. Well, that's her moving along. You know yeah. when Kim gets distracted. Look, look, Kim, look. When I called you. Chris knows when I say, come on, Chris, you've done that long enough and it, that did not work. So move it along. <laughs> <laughs> when I called you, 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 uh -huh, Chris. you, you swore that would stay private. Oh. Really, Chris? Uh, Move it along, Chris. He, know that. he knows that word. Move it along. <laughs> Kim, every time I call Kim, I FaceTime her. She's always doing like this. So it always looks, she's, she looks like she's riding a horse. But today she was working out on her elliptical. And uh, you've been working out on the elliptical a lot. I can tell you are, you are toning up your body. I'm really proud of your commitment. Where's your, your uh, Peloton bike that you bought from Goodwill? First of all, it's not a Peloton because that's three thousand, two thousand dollars. I got a Peloton, which is about forty dollars. Picture of the bike up, Chris. Yeah, the we're, we're we're locating it. It's such a hot item. Uh, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's it can be tough to find at times. So hold tight. Kim, Kim bought a bike from the Goodwill store, and it looks like a Peloton. She calls it a Maliton. Uh, it doesn't have a TV screen, but what do you do? And it doesn't it have a no electricity. Are you kidding me? <laughs> There's no electricity. It don't have the straps on it, but I, I rode it in the Goodwill. It felt good. Uh, I felt like I got a workout, but then I brought it home. And um, you know how you got to tighten it up to make it go a little harder because it's a manual situation. Right. And um, it would not... Um, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, um, it gave me it no resistance. I'm not even to see about the resistance. I'm talking about the Melaton bike, the bike from the Goodwill. It don't get tight enough, but you mm. tinker with stuff. 
Oh, he said he'll tighten it up for you, Sherry. <laughs> yeah. Mm. You need your spokes tighten. I'm, I'm in Vancouver. I've learned to deal without my spokes. <laughs> Rodney, but thank you. I appreciate it, Rodney. Uh, you know what? He Here, is all about service. Here's my fingers coming in to, to fix your spokes. Oh, boy. <laughs> Look how big have, his hands are. Look how big hands are. I can I fix them. I can fix them that way. We have young viewers. Good Rodney's out of control. Young viewers? Okay, all right. Get you have, your ass. Yes. Young viewers, wait, hold on. Let me. I got. He brought me the tea. This is, this is the, the bird. Take the finger puppet out. Wait, wait, wait. This we is the bird. Young, we have young, young chocolate girls. Tell Rodney to get out the room. Young traffic. She, she said, said young traffic girls. She, she did. <laughs> chocolate. Chocolate. Oh, try. Oh, chocolate. Oh, chocolate. I said we have young chocolate girls. You know, Sherry's lost a lot of weight. Look she at her. She does look good. No, she look good. She look like a. She, she might. Like she a might return girl. my phone calls now. She wasn't returning your phone. No. no hey, is she afraid? No, she afraid. Right. It's alright. I get she it. She don't want those spokes tightened. No, <laughs> she like Sher Sherry's reputation of being loose, so she don't need it tight. Okay, so um, yeah, that's like look at Sherry's face. Do you love when I just oh, be quiet? They have a whole podcast going on just to Kim and Rodney show. This was good. Okay, we're not we talking about maybe. grace and gratitude yet. We're gonna spotlight the black business. I'm just showing you before it gets cold. That's all. The tea from grace and gratitude. I know, but we're going off. We're going off track. We're okay, go ahead. Melaton. We're talking about the Melaton bike. It won't, it doesn't give you resistance. So basically you're saying the bike doesn't work. It, um, um, <laughs> it works for this level of out of shape. What level? For, you know, the raggedy level. Like as soon as I get more in shape, I get it to where, and I'm trying to get, you know, a little sweat on. It doesn't, it's a good loosener upper. So I do get on it. And then I get on my elliptical and I get on my treadmill. What do you do when you get on? What do you do when you get on the bike, though? When you say you do get on it, what do you do? I pedal like people do on bikes. <laughs> but it gives you no resistance, so it's just going fast. It's going fast, it's not too fast. I'm gonna throw a knee out, so I get it enough, but it doesn't go strong enough that I get a sweat. But it does loosen up my legs because my legs is tight. And they need to be loosened up. So, so basically, you know, the bike. Do you think you maybe should have left it at the Goodwill and went and invested the Peloton bikes? You can pay monthly for them, Kim. They're expensive. No. You can pay all the months. Oh, you can. You can, you can pay monthly. Yeah, you can. You pay monthly, like nineteen dollars a month. Oh, Good. I'd rather go to somebody's house and borrow it. There it is. There go my bike to Melaton. Look at that bad boy right there. It looks good, doesn't it? When I tell you that bike ain't shit. Well, that looks <laughs> good. It's got that fancy green uh, circle on the side. You would have thought it would have came through. It looked good, but I got on it in the store. Uh, my brother said he gonna fix the little battery. The display needs a battery. Said he gonna fix that. I thought it had an but, electrical cord. No, ain't no cord. That's all. Um, just get on it and pedal. Um, so but it's good because it does. It looks good because it makes my gym look full. <laughs> look like I got a bunch of equipment. Look like I'm doing things. All right, but maybe you might want to get. I put some weights by my bed too. I got some real pretty weights. Oh, they're so pretty. 
Uh, Have you used like, them, Kim? Yeah, I put them by my bed at night. Because remember, we got a competition going. What did I say? My arms, by the summer, I'm wearing these big old arms out. Now I got to lose another 50 pounds, but I'm going to have my arms out. My arms and, and my so you've committed to that. You know what I did? I did some sit-ups with the 10-pound weight because, you know, it's hard doing sit-ups on your own if they're not if nobody's sitting on your legs. So I got a 10-pound weight, and that helps me do my sit-ups. Oh. So I've been doing, yeah, I've been doing the sit-ups. I've been doing a planks, squats, mm -hmm. lunges. You know, I got my, my stripper pole. I've been working on that, except it came off the ceiling. I didn't secure it tightly. Yeah, so I gotta work on that. You can't do that because you're out of town at a hotel. Yeah, I gotta get all right. these shoulders. There's meat in these shoulders. Gotta go down. I gotta have square shoulders. Yeah, I that's have got to really. My arms got to be it. This have this Andre come in and target your arms. I'm telling you, have the chubby Andre trainer. The chubby trainer that needs to be trained. All right. Stop calling him that. He's a chubby trainer. He knows what I call him to his face. I trained him the other day. Yes. Andre need to get it together. You can't be the trainer with no gut. Okay, that's his corona way. Don't don't he did you know, Andre had no good loving. He's been by himself. He He's been in his bedroom. He's trying to stay away from any he only interacts with you and I, Joshua and Jeffrey. So you know, Kim, it's not a lot to do in Andre's world. And he's working on his movie, uh, Shield in 10. So it is photography, but it's, it's rough. This COVID oh, it is. is rough for folks. I'm a help. So the, the thing about Andre, when he sets his mind to something, is you know, he does it. So yeah, he does do it. He, go, he, go, he called not. me the other day and told me to get it together. So I have not done a sit up in three, four days. So I'm supposed to be doing sit ups every day and I done fell off. So. So do the sit-ups. That is really good for your stomach. All of the sit-ups. But have well, you just I need to my back. I don't care about my stomach because I got that taken care of. I'm worried about my back. <laughs> so there's exercises that you can do that'll be gentle on your back. What about well, your back? Sit-ups for my back. The doctor said, if you don't want surgery, your core got to be tight. Because when your so core you is tight, it takes the pressure off my back. So that's why I do sit-ups every day. I used to so do it for a man. Now I do it for me. Okay, well, I'm glad. All right, now that we got your health together in 45 seconds, we you know did. what this weekend was? What? Coming to America, coming to America. A lot of people, like Melanie Camacho says she got up that morning and watched it at 8 a.m., honey. Because so here's the thing. Already. Uh -huh. it was, it's on Amazon Prime because it's not streaming because it's not at the movie theater because of the pandemic. Now, I'm going to tell you this. I started. I'm going to finish it tonight. I miss the experience of this movie being on the big screen because I felt like if I was sitting in a movie theater with 400 people, I'd be cracking up at a lot of stuff. It is very funny. But I just miss that experience, Kim, of having popcorn, of laughing with everybody else. It's like watching a comedy special by yourself versus being at the comedy club seeing that comedy. I don't know why she you didn't know? rent a movie theater. Why don't we rent a movie theater? We they can. They're giving away movie theaters for $100. I swear Yeah, you can rent it for $100, but by the time I get back, Coming to America will be out. But we could do that. We could like rent, do a movie night with, you know, 10 people, 12 people. At rent a movie theater and yep. watch. I would love to watch Coming to America on the big screen. 
I just would. But it's got people that we know, Leslie Jones, your old boss, Arsenio. I don't know if everybody, rem- if people remember, you used to be Arsenio Hall's assistant till you stole money, and then he had to fire you. And then... You know, don't listen to her. Don't listen to her, y'all. I've I've talked to Arsenio before, and I didn't know that. The next time he comes through, I'll be sure to ask about that. We fired Kim. Mm-hmm. Arsenio Hall fired Kim. Okay, his- yes, he did. But really, you're gonna bring it back up? I'm just saying, this is a little known fact. So if I'm, oh, so if I you- wanted to say something to you this morning, little known fact, and I had it, and I don't want to forget it, so I got to get it out now. Remember what we you said to me? You were like, there. you were like, oh, you were insensitive. I was insensitive, and I said, what if you just said that to your little boyfriend? See, he'd have fired you. He'd have left you, okay. got on his private Chris. jet, and been gone. Okay, can back you, to coming to America. Okay, can you remember right. that subject, Chris, in, being insensitive? Can you just remember that topic? Sure. I mean, I'll, I'll mark the time down even. Yeah, so Kim okay, can... Okay, we'll go back to that. But coming to America, uh, it's we, our friend Rodney Perry... Isn't coming uh-huh. to America. Our friend Lunell, who was a co-host on Two Funny Mamas, is yep. in coming to America. Leslie Jones, uh, Jermaine Fowler. It's a lot of comics. Vanessa Bell. Oh yeah, there's a lot Vanessa of Vanessa comics. Bell Calloway, Garcelle Bouvet, Sherry Headley. I tell you who ain't um, in there. Sherry Shepard ain't in there. I tell you that. We, you know what trips me out is like, did they, they didn't even. No, because I don't think they had auditions for this movie. I no, think Eddie Murphy, I think he handpicked who he wanted yeah. to be in this movie. You know what I I'm saying? Does Eddie know who we are? Like, I mean, I'm just, that's just Eddie curious. Eddie knows who I am. But, you know, out of sight, out of mind, I used to go over there. It's fine. I'm about to I do something real crazy. I, I don't think, like, I don't think we're on Eddie Murphy's radar is what I'm saying. Like, not the, does he know who we are? Not that. Like, I don't think Eddie, like, we're on his radar because he handpicked everybody that he wanted. So I'm not quite sure how we get on Eddie Murphy's radar for Coming to America 3 because I think we would have looked cute in Kente cloth myself. Yeah, I would have got ready for that movie. Um, yeah, I would have got ready for that movie too. I would have liked to have been in Coming to America too. I just, you know, I've just been really been going through it and really needing somebody to talk to. But BetterHelp, this is great for you because it's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. Oh, that's right. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors as needed, even. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today, you know? And I love that. And I love that you can read their testimonials, which they post daily, if you go to betterhelp.com slash reviews. That's right. Visit betterhelp.com slash mocha. That's better H-E-L-P. And join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. You know, Kim, in fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Two Funny Mamas listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash mocha. That would have been a good one. What are you looking at? I'm looking my at the camera. Cousin, please call me. I'll make sure everything is okay. That's all. You know, you know every podcast we do, Kim has phone calls that are coming through. Like, it does, it's like every single. I put it on. Let me put podcast. it on. Let me put it on. Let me put it on. Uh oh. Let me let me put it on. Let me put it on. Let me put it on. Silent. Bam. You, that's a thought. Silent. 
I put it on silent. And this is Kim Whitley, y'all. Wait, I want to make sure we did. Coming to America. Look at that. That's fabric, Chris. I don't want you to think my arms that big. I didn't think they were. I didn't think they were that white. But look at all this. What if this was my arm? Look at all this right here. It's a shirt. Be like, oh, she can really. Let me see if I got muscles. I'm distracted today. I can tell. Coming to America, cause I love that my friends work. I don't know how to say Joshua or Kim. I just don't know who to address. No, you're right. Coming to America. No, please go to Amazon Prime and watch Coming to America because we need the numbers to be good. So then they'll do some more movies. We do. And you know, the thing about it is Lunell is in it and she's having a private watch party tonight, which would be Saturday night. Uh, I wasn't invited because I'm in Vancouver. Are you invited? You wasn't invited, period. Yes, I <laughs> Oh, sorry. I talk to Lunell every day at five in the morning. We talk for like an hour. You need to I be praying, both of y'all. Okay, I, <laughs> I am going. It's at a private residence. Are I you told taking someone? A COVID test, that's what they need to be taking. They no, they are. Everybody's getting tested. You got to get tested before you go. Oh, you I know. Because I told them I don't, I don't come in places unless there's a test. You they can't. Know. No, no. She, and, but, and it's not going to be big. Like, Linnell, this is a Linnell's watch party slash birthday party. And Linnell, when Linnell gives a birthday party, Ooh. it typically is very large. It's like, epic. it's, it's epic. It's huge. Now, I have not, never yeah. been in, we, to invite it to any of Linnell's parties. You have her birthday party. But oh, this time I'm not going to be. I'd have met some cutie patooties there. Yeah, why are you? What are you putting around your neck? Pearls. I want to feel pretty. Oh, okay. is it because you? But you're not an AKA. You're a Delta. But you're doing your pearls. Okay. All right. It was something when a woman put on pearls and changed their whole perspective. Chris is like, damn, look at her. Suggestive for sure. <laughs> yeah, look your undies pearls because that really just. Chris is nasty. Neck. No, that went over Sherry's head. That was so over Sherry's head. It but did. I caught it the nasty the rat. I didn't hear it. So I was advised to act as press if Kim takes me to Lunell's birthday party in the future. If I if I become separated from Kim, I'll be asked why the hell I'm there. Yeah. Press. You will, because it's, it's not gonna be a lot of you. And I didn't think to and, and to be honest with you, I didn't think because of COVID and pandemic to invite anyone because it's at a private residence and that's just adding, I don't need anybody. I'm gonna know everybody there. He did, the person's house said, bring your brother. So I'm sure my brother's gonna come. Um, I could possibly take Joshua, but maybe not. No, uh-uh, no, this no. is not a kid. What are you doing? Huh? You've been in COVID too long. You don't bring your child to an event Linnell's giving at nighttime? What's wrong with you? It's in the afternoon tonight. Who cares? Okay. He's not having a, well, you know what, here's the, here's the thing. When a person gives a party, unless they said kid friendly, you don't bring your kids. I got it, I heard y'all, I get it. I won't bring- Oh my bring gosh, that, that like sent me into a rage. It's always you know, I said, I won't, I won't bring Andre. I won't Who's bring that? Andre. You Who's should worse? bring Andre with you. Andre needs the network. You should bring Andre with you. Who is more guilty of bringing their kids that they're not supposed to be, white people or black people? White people. Uh, I don't know. 
<laughs> I don't know about that. I've never had anybody show up at my house with their kids. They know. That's fair. But I have had people show. I have had white people show with their kids, and I'm like, oh, okay. Well, you bringing all three of them, okay? <laughs> we don't have anything but orange juice. I'll hide the little rosé. I will. No, I. <laughs> dogs, dogs, white people by far. Dog, white people will show yeah, up to a, to a to business meeting I, with a dog. I do say white people like to bring their dogs everywhere. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Who was the guy that was on uh, the the cop show with Ice T? And uh, Paul, uh, he was a comic, Chris, mm. and he always wore black. And he was on the cop show SVU with Ice T. Let me find her real quick. SVU he went with on Ice tour. T. He went on tour with the Jewish comic that's always complaining. Uh -huh. uh, they're probably in their fifties. Um, and what Lewis, he went on tour with Lewis Black. He went on tour with Lewis Black. One guess. You see how good I am? That was good, Chris. It was Lewis Black. He's a Jewish comic, and he's just he complains all the time. He's funny. He's yeah. Um, he, he dates uh, Kathleen Madigan, or yeah. Uh, let's yeah, see. He, so Madigan is doing boys now. That's great. Richard Belzer. Who you're thinking of? Richard Belzer. Now Richard Belzer was on SVU, right? Yep. Oh, I've okay, never seen the show, but yeah, he has. Yeah. So I was doing a theater reading in New York, and Richard Belzer is known for bringing his two dogs with him everywhere he goes. He doesn't, oh, even if it says no little. dogs allowed. They're the little ones like what you got. Those okay. little shih tzu things. And uh -huh. so he brought them to The View when we interviewed him. He, he, like he, and so we're on stage doing the reading. This man's dogs climbs on the stage. And they're roaming around, and Jesus. we're trying not to pay attention to them. And the audience is laughing because the dog. Here's the thing: don't ever do a show with dogs and kids because they both nope. steal the scene. These two dogs are moving. Around. We're doing a theater piece. We're reading from Richard Burton's autobiography, and these dogs are roaming around on the stage. And I'm literally sitting there going. He ain't gonna tell these dogs to get out the, why are the dogs in the theater? <laughs> Never seen a nothing like it. And they said Richard brings his dogs everywhere. He doesn't, you know, he'll bring why, them to your house. Why does that get to be an excuse though? That, that because I, here's, I interviewed a comic uh, who I dearly love and think he's super talented and his chihuahua took a dump in the studio we were using mid interview. <laughs> And he was uh he was on SNL. Uh, he's it's John Lovitz. He's a great guy. I love John Not Lovitz. Oh, John. <laughs> his his Chihuahua just took a dump and you're like, hey, it's John Lovitz. He brings his dog everywhere. John Lovitz. If anybody knows John Lovitz, John Lovitz is one of those comics that like to get up under your skin and needle you. Like <laughs> he's he so good. inappropriate stuff and needle you to the point where you want to scream, that is where he gets off. That's John Lovitz. Have you ever dealt no. with John Lovitz, Kim? And Not, so- I've met him, but no, I haven't spent any time. Okay, he's like, he likes to needle you. He likes to, John Lovitz is Jewish, but if you are German, John Lovitz will make a Hitler joke. Like it, he does things to make you upset. So I could take John in, in doses. Cause Kim, you know how I get. John Lovitz, oh, I was I know how you get. You know I get irritated. You know I get irritated. So John Lovitz calls himself trying to be funny. He kept going, hey, Cheryl, Cheryl, Cheryl Underwood, Sherilyn, hey, Jackie, hey, hey. And he kept calling me, hey, Vivica. Uh-uh. And, and I said, John, 
don't call me by another woman's name, okay? I laughed the first seven times. It's not funny. That's the wrong thing to say to John Lovitz. <laughs> oh, so all while we were doing Byron Allen's game show, uh, what's it funny you should ask? Because he's sitting next to me. He's like, hey, Cheryl Underwood. Hey, Cheryl Underwood. Hey, Monique. Hey, Monique. Hey, Vivica. Hey, Vivica. And you know, Kim, you know me. I turned around and snapped off on John Lovett so bad that Byron Allen had to come on. And then John always looks at you like, what did I do? What did yes, I do? Does. Yep. Like, what? I'm just joking. I, w- will you? I mean, come on now. And Byron Allen came over because I said, don't you look at me. Don't you say nothing to me. The rest of this show. So Byron came over and he's like, what's the problem? You ask him what's the problem. <laughs> And um, I scared John so bad. I was like, don't say my name. He was like, I was just playing. I know it's Sherry. I said, don't say my name. <laughs> we did the entire five oh, shows. He was scared to look at me. He wouldn't. And I was like, don't say nothing to him. I was on my period, I think. I was like, I'm not playing. And he's and one of those ones. Huh? And you should have told he him just, that. He said, just gets up. Alive, but he does things like when the pandemic before before COVID, like when we didn't really know what COVID was. Kim, John Levitz came in the room, like we just knew you had to. We, we nobody was even wearing masks. It was no COVID testing. It had just happened over in China, so we was just hearing about it. But everybody knew, you know, sanitize. That's when the first he comes in the hair and makeup room. <coughs> no, no, him. And here, and I lost it because the hair and makeup people couldn't say nothing. They don't want nobody doing that. And he, he kept doing that. And I said, I'm going to smack you in your face. What, come close. And I was going off and I was screaming at the top of my lungs. And then John was like, what's wrong with her, man? What's wrong with her? Byron Allen had to come in again. And I said, I don't want him next to me. It was awful. I said, damn, John. <laughs> Now, how about another one of his cast members that you hung out with uh, recently? The great Kevin Nealon joined you on a game show. I was sent a text message with a photo in it, Kim, last night from your favorite, my mom, uh, that Sherry made her way onto Celebrity Jeopardy. Hello. Wheel of Fortune, Chris. Oh, Wheel of Fortune. I'm going to edit that out. We don't have to fire the white dude. He don't know the right names. You don't know the right names of the show. Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. Uh, Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. Uh, and was I, my charity was Real Beauty. So it was Rachel. Rachel. Um, her name was Rachel. She's an actress. Who doesn't and know Kevin what? Kevin Nealon from SNL, from Saturday Night Live, and the show Man with a Plan. Kim, do you know how hard those shows are? Have you? You got to do Wheel of Fortune. You got to do Wheel know. of Fortune. I, that because you I know phrases and names, bad. Well, have you ever seen it on TV? You know, when you watch Wheel of Fortune on TV, you always get it. Rachel Lee Cook. Twitter, Rachel Lee. Oh, I thought it was Rachel Lee Cook. It was Rachel Lee Cook and Kevin Nealon. That's who I played against. But when you stand in there. And you see the clues. You feel so much pressure because you only the, the, the time clock is ticking, and you only yes. have like nine seconds to guess no. it. So you know your time is running, and you're like, "Oh my gosh!" And there was one that I didn't get. It was Vanna White. It had no, it wasn't. No, wasn't. 
Mm. It had yes, it did. It had white a, it had white, and then it had a n n a, and I kept going Tana White, Dana White, oh no, Tana White, Rana White, and then I go because I didn't know what it was, and I was like Vanna, I need help here, girl, and she just looked at because you know Vanna can't talk. She just looked at me and smiled. And I was like Vanna, you're not gonna help me out, Dana White. Ran a white, and I no was like, Dan- "Vanna, please help my sister out. Come on!" And I'm joking with Vanna, and my time runs out. So Rachel Lee Cook, and then Kevin Nealon looks at me from Saturday Night Live. He's like, "I don't know what it is either." Rachel Lee Cook is like, "I got it, uh, Pat. It's Vanna White." Then you look at it and go, "Of course it's Vanna White." Oh my! I worry about you. Over and over, like them damn Family Feud ones. <laughs> Thank you. It was horrible, but I won my charity thirty thousand. I went to the winner circle. Oh, congratulations! Okay. It, I went to the winner circle, and it was and it was here it was I. You have to pick all your letters, six letters, and and um, so it was pants, P A N T S. At the top, it was R G O, R G O pants, and I'm like trigger cargo. cargo pants. No. It was cargo pants. I didn't get it. Jesus. It was RGO pants. And I'm like, what is it? Crigo, Trigo, Drugo. When Pat Sajak said cargo, I would, and then Kevin Nealon says again, I didn't get it either. We was the dumbest (laughs) asses. Rachel Yes. So you said next time I go on the game show, I'm going to do it for Joshua's school. So his Mm. school's getting money? Mm. That was just a real in. question because you was like, I got and you. I answered I do, it, but we don't I do so we... many game shows. I got you, and I always win. I was like, oh, good. Can you next charity instead of giving it to people you don't know? Can you please give it to my son's school so they can take the pressure off me of doing a comedy show every year? Thank you. Kim does a That's comedy what I show. Kim does a comedy show every year for Joshua, her son Joshua's school. I wish she would stop, but. <laughs> Or maybe I should say, I wish you would stop asking me. Because I show up to these to these charity shows that Kim gives for her son's school. And you know, Chris, there's a way, let, let me tell you, there's a way that you do a charity when you ask people to come and do your charity for you to benefit their school. Kim don't give you no good food. You just sit in the back. You don't have nowhere to put your coat. You gotta, get, gotta get water out of the fountain with the kids. You, yeah, you like you you because they have it at a restaurant and then all the parents are there and you ask them, you know, can I got something to eat? And they like, what's gonna be fourteen dollars? Okay, kids not provide nothing, nothing to drink. We just all sitting there. We don't know what time the show gonna start. And we go, Well, where's Kim? Kim not even I'm there yet. To. Okay, Kim. We see your fingernail. And you see how dirty it is. Mm. I don't see anything dirty. I just oh, see it's a dirty. Pe- they got some peanut butter under there. Oh, man. Okay, okay. so I'll do it right there. I want to tell you about Kim. The there you go. Okay, stop talking. You see how I, I did that? You. Did you see that techie, Chris? Did you see that techie? What? <laughs> such, such a techie. Oh. Okay, go ahead. We got to go back to Wheel of Fortune, too, but uh, continue, Sherry. Wheel of Fortune is fine. Now I'm, I'm like, I want to tell you to wait because Kim wants... Uh, she wants to get all the celebrities that I do game shows with. She always wants me to call my celebrity friends to do her charity for Joshua's school. And I don't mind doing it, but I need them from the charity for Jeffrey's school. So th- we do charities both differently, yeah. Kim and I. 
you were at Kim's charity and you're sitting there, you don't get no food, you don't have nowhere to put your coat, y'all all sitting together. Ain't no, and you sitting with the parents. Like, it ain't no separate green room. They got you sitting there with the teachers. You know, the, the normal way you do a charity, if you have celebrities, you put them in a green room. You make them feel special because they're giving their time for free to raise money, help raise money for your charity, which is Joshua School. So we all sitting there with the parents, everybody talking to us. You know, we there's no moment of privacy. And I say, is Kim here? Kim is not here. They don't know where Kim is at. Okay, the thing was supposed to start at 7, right? It's 8.45. Where's Kim? She not here yet. This is typically Kim's charity. Then we then Kim run in all flustered, just like she is now, looking at her nails, talking about 20 different things. She runs on the stage. The, then we don't know if the mic worked, because ain't nobody did a, a tech check. Kim's doing a tech check while we do. It's kind of oh, like no. how we start the podcast. Oh, God. Start That's late. so true. Kim gets on stage, and here's the thing. She is naturally funny. So she got everybody cracking up. We don't know. We don't have a lineup. The comics. We don't know who going first, who going second. We no, just remember, sitting there. And then we had the death lady come up. The death comic came up. We, well, we who was the death comic? Pat. Who is that death comic, Chris? Uh, she's deaf. She's going back to life. No, oh. he's a lady. I'm gonna tell Russell you said that because I'll be seeing he, him later on. Deaf comedy jam. Really? You didn't. That, I wasn't saying no. he was deaf. Come on. Oh, I'm telling you. All right. The deaf lady, she signs and she, Pat Buckley? Yep. No, it wasn't Pat Buckley. No, yes, no, no, yes, no. It's Pat. It was. I think it, yep. That's the name. So okay. she signs and she's, she, you know, Kim stands behind you and goes, you next. Mm. You know damn well she can't hear you because she's deaf. Oh so Kim's going to run in the room behind you go, you next and run out the room. So sitting there she dead I, I didn't know i forgot a lot of so pressure. now i'm in front of you so she can read my lips and she read my lips so i could tell you next but apparently my lips was like this bitch here <laughs> ain't doing shit right so that's kim's charity so we all get on stage kim don't tell us how much time we're supposed to be doing it's on stage let me tell you didn't Right. Oh my God. She's a deaf comic and thought she was headlining the show. Okay. Obviously. We all supposed to do like 10 minutes each. Say 20 minutes. Mm. And Kim's like, Kim is on the side going, you got to get off. She can't hear you. She's deaf, Kim. You've got to stand in front of her and say, get off. Kim is so ADD. She ain't paying no attention. She's going, somebody get her off. I was in the back trying to say something to Cedric. I was like, I'm gonna get a picture with Cedric the Entertainer. That's was this for was this for parents and teachers or were there children in the yes. audience too? No, parents no and teachers. Okay, I was gonna say you could see Kim just be like, yeah, just bring whoever. And this is another thing about Kim's charity, and I'm gonna talk about it. She raised money, but Kim never invites the big donors. Like she'll invite right. some. She did invite some. But she don't invite the big donors. So I'm like, all I'm looking at, Kim, are the teachers who are so glad to be out. But they don't have money to contribute because they need books and things. Right. Where are all the big people that own IBM? Well, I, I asked you to bring them. I asked you to call them. I'm just mm. like, <laughs> so she, so Kim's like, uh, I can't, can I, the money I was going to give y'all is the honorarium. Could y'all donate that to Joshua's school? <laughs> can y'all donate it to the boys' school? Thank no, you. No, I don't want to donate it to Joshua's school. Well, I already did, so. 
that yeah. that is the honorarium is my favorite term in the world by the way i love that and it is awkward and it's getting, really funny yeah honorarium means you're not getting nothing nothing so that now let me tell you something so kim and i threw a charity a comedy charity night on the same night hers oh, was to benefit <laughs> yeah i'm gonna tell them i ain't going to tell them because you so foul hers was to benefit joshua's <laughs> school I threw a charity to benefit Jeffrey's school. I invited. Now ask me who my lineup was, Chris. Ask me the lineup. Sherry, you're a comedic uh, maven. You're in charge of things. Who, who, did you, who did you put in your lineup? Kevin Nealon from Saturday Night Live. Big time. Who was on Mike and Molly, the star of Mike and Molly? Mike, uh, yeah, his name's Mike. He's a big-time comic. Oh, Billy uh, Gardell. Billy Gardell. Billy Gardell from Mike and Molly. Kevin Nealon from Saturday Night Live. Uh, Tammy Pescatelli, freaking on the road all the time. A woman by the name of Wanda Sykes. I've heard of her. Another another man named Louis Anderson came on stage as well. This is serious. And I'm okay. I had a serious lineup. I called in. I called in the people. That lineup. That lineup. uh, And then you were on it too, Sherry. And I and I hosted the show. That lineup. It it would would be in a a, whatever you call. We're a hockey, a professional hockey team. You'd be in an arena. That's an arena show. Oh, oh, and we're forgetting George Lopez. Oh, now now you're talking maybe a football stadium. Thank you. Do you understand how much the tickets? And I charge $100 per ticket because, and Kim was like, that's too much money. Teachers can't afford that. Because I was having to, t- because the the charity was for the teachers. But I needed people with money to pay to come in to see this comedy show. And then you could also pay money for a teacher to come. So I got the big donors. So that was the lineup. George Lopez, Kevin Nealon, Billy Gardell, Wanda Sykes, Tammy Pescatelli, and Louie Anderson. Look at Kim. She all upset. So Kim was like, "Do you uh you know anybody that could do my uh my charity? Can you call?" No, listen, you call, I didn't uh, say that. I didn't say yes, that. You did. <laughs> Can you call uh Kevin Nealon? You think he'll do my charity too? And I said, "No, he's not gonna do your charity because he's doing mine down." And like literally, her charity was two minutes away. Now she that she knew me. I was doing. It was on the same street, two minutes away. I was doing mine at a big theater. Kim did hers at a comedy club. But here's the thing, Chris. You know I'm doing a charity, and I need people foot traffic to come in and buy tickets. You're going to do your charity two minutes away, so now it's competing charities. The same night? You knew not to do your charity while I did my charity. The same night and the same time. What? At the same time. How does that make any sense? I booked my venue first and I'm I'm mad all over again. I am mad all over again because here's the thing. Kim was like, yum, have Jamie Foxx. He going to do it. Cedric the Entertainer. He going to do it. Eddie Murphy. He coming through. Now at the night of, uh, can you ask Kevin Nealon if he could come after he get off stage doing your show? What happened to Jamie? Uh, He he didn't call me back. Uh, What happened to Eddie? Uh, He he didn't return my call neither. So I'm like, then she going to ask if Wanda Sykes could come and I said, Kim, I don't want Wanda Sykes coming because if if she go, she's our headliner, her and Louie. So I can't afford we it's too much money. These people have dressed up in tuxes. Like I had the big money donors there. And and Kim was like, I'm gonna have a back. So I had to have my limo driver 
that I provided. Now, everybody, all my celebrities, they had limos. Because you know what? You got to make Wanda Sykes and George Lopez and, and Billy Gardner, you got to make them feel special because they're giving their time for free. So all of them had a drive. Kim didn't even get these. These people parking spaces. Nobody had a parking space. So I had the limo driver take Wanda. And I said, Kim, I swear for God, if you don't have Wanda Sykes back here, in time to get up on this stage, I'm going to knock your head off. So Wanda went down there. They got Wanda down there playing bingo, <laughs> all kinds of stuff. I'm so mad at this girl because I'm like, where is Wanda? They are winding up. Louie ready she to go blew, home. She blows up my phone. Get her back here. I said she almost finished with bingo. She'll be back. <laughs> oh my God. You got Wanda Sykes playing bingo? Do you understand hey. how many? Let me tell you, these people, they paid so much money to see these comics. And I'm stressing because this is on me. Jeffrey School, all of this is on me. So we finally get Wanda Sykes back. Then she like, can Louie come over when he done? No, I ain't giving no more of my celebrities. No more of my celebrities. And don't be trying to, what is that word called? Pilch him? It was right down poach, the street. Poach. Poach. Don't be they poaching. Were, it was I on the same street. I could have had Louie back. I got Wanda back. You could have just said, look here, get in the car, do my girlfriend, just go down there, do five minutes, raise money for the children, and come on back. Two charities for one night. Come on, then they ain't got to never do it again. <laughs> this is hilarious. I'm not selfish because I worked really hard on getting people. And the whole time, Kim was like, you charging too much money. You got three tiers. Dude, this tier pay. Oh, why are you asking all them celebrities to pay all this money? But I got, let me tell you who I got to contribute. Donnie McClurkin, oh, premier gospel artist. He like contributed money. Sonny Anderson, I got her to cook for eight women. She would fly out and make a dish for eight women. What? I, I mean, I was having people donate all kinds of, and I worked hard. I, you know how you have to call celebrities to get them to, to donate their time like that? You gotta be like this. You know, it's Jeffrey School and he can't walk. And he don't know how to talk. His leg is Come on, come on, Sonny Anderson. His leg is shorter. If you can just come and cook for eight women, please, while they sip wine. <laughs> come on, you can. You gotta sound like a slave to get celebrities mm. doing stuff. So yeah. all of these and Kim didn't do nothing. She didn't put our charity together till like two nights before. She was like, "We gonna play bingo." Well, we gonna they gonna have cheeseburgers if they order the cheeseburgers, and uh, and, the, and I think we are gonna have soda, and then that's the end of the night. We gonna see how much money we get. And then we get. So what that's you why next game show, I need you to get win for Joshua's Please. school. Do you so see this? I need you to. And then, you know, like we gave away, you had to pay. <laughs> you had to pay $10,000 if you wanted to do a meet and greet with Louie. If you want to go hang out on the set with Louie Anderson. Kim was like, that's too much. That's too much. I'm giving away a free parking spot at Joshua School. That's what you're going to win. You're going to win a free parking spot. And I said, Kim, what? She was like, it's hard to get a parking spot at Joshua School. So that's what you're going to win. You all that money. You got to pay for Louie Anderson. Now, I granted, my friend raised a lot of money. She people bought. She raised a lot. Who of raised money. more? Oh, so Sherry definitely. Okay, more. I was gonna say Sherry. How terrible would have been if Kim somehow raised more money than you? <laughs> if I found out Kim raised. I actually was the I was the record holder. Is that tacky to say how much I raised Kim? No, it's for a good cause. It was a really good cause. 
I, we were, did you say don't or do? Yes, Can I say, say it? it. <laughs> we raised $95,000 for him. You told me it was 60. Now it's 90. You're a liar. No, it Don't was 95. No, I'm not because people pay you, because Kim, people pay for those extras. They paid that money to get the posters. We and I told Kim, get posters signed of all the comics that you have on the show. Mm -hmm. And people take home signed posters. Wanda oh, site. So you she didn't do no posters. Kim had a so headshot of her. Huh? You told me 60 to make me feel better, so you ain't telling me the truth. So you really next game show, I want my check. For the school. The people pay you because when you do a charity, and I told you to let let me consult, be my the consultant. Oh, you have please, to make not the other girl that wanted to take over. Stop your foolishness. Oh yeah, because I, I yeah I am a bridezilla when it comes to charities. Yes, you don't know yes. this. I don't know if you could tell or not. I'm very I'm very particular. Controlling. Oh no, I say particular. I just like I like because Kim, you didn't see the green room that I prepared for the comics. They it was all it was beautiful. I had stuff for them. They were, they felt special. They felt like, oh my gosh, we are appreciated. George Lopez didn't even want to go home. It was all kinds of liquor for everybody, all kinds of good stuff to eat. Louis Anderson came and saw all that food, he lost his mind. So it's a way, like I said, when you put all of us in the green room, we ain't got nothing to eat, you ain't there. You screaming behind the deaf comic that it's her time to go up on stage, she don't hear you. You got to treat people better is what I'm saying. All right, next game show. Do you like my <laughs> Can you explain what's happening there, Kim? I, Yeah, I don't you know, know what's going on with Kim. She's got the pearls up under her nose. No, it's on my nose. I feel like we don't always have to wear jewelry where people tell us to wear it. So this is just a, a way to wear your pearls to signal purity. You're so brave. Why Thank is your you. pearl signaling purity? We're not pure, you're in me. So what I'm is pure. that? What? I'm pure and Chris don't listen to her. Okay. Happy to hear it. Look, we don't I'm even have very That's enough. COVID free. You are COVID free. Today is the day that Kim is going through it. Uh, Kim, we hit a lot of stuff. No, you, were drinking some, you were drinking some tea earlier. Yes, this tea is so good. Okay, so this is our, our Black Business Spotlight. There was a company that contacted me, Kim, yeah. the Two Money Mama site, and they have these teas, and they're called Grace and Gratitude. Grace and so Gratitude uh, Tea Company. You see that? And they have all kinds of flavored teas. And they were so kind because I said, send us one, and they sent a box for you, Kim. You got it. What's the What do you, do you know what you're, what you're drinking? The tea that I you're drinking? Am. I'm drinking Joyful Sun Sunrise. And let me tell you something. It is, like I put nothing in it. It's just the tea. And you got to put it, they send you a little ball, whatever, you put it in there. A little I have strainer, nothing. a little tea strainer. It doesn't need any honey. It doesn't need anything. It's oh, that's fantastic. good. But you and see, my pearls are also a hair holder. But go ahead. Uh, now, that I kind of like. You look like Ellie Mae Clampett. And you're drinking your Grace and Gratitude tea. Now, can you tell us a little bit about Grace and Gratitude tea, Chris? Grace, oh, they gave you a mug. Yep, look at that. What does what's it say? It, what's it say? Hold up, it says Grace on one side, Gratitude on the other one. Grace is un, unearned, undeserved 
unmerited love, mercy, favor, or kindness. That's a noun. You want the official? Oh, go ahead, Kim. Gratitude, the quality of being thoughtful, readiness uh, to show appreciation for and to return kindness. This is... Okay, so I'm going to have Chris because we're actually going overtime because Chris has to leave. Yeah. He has... Tris has to go. So, Chris, just read the bio of Grace and Gratitude. You are you were supposed to have left 30 minutes ago, Chris. Uh, so, real quick, we'll just tell you okay. the about right. us, why they started. Grace and Gratitude is an organic tea company with a focus on wellness. They launched Grace and Gratitude in October 2020 because as a busy working wife and mom, she found it challenging to routinely and intentionally practice self-care. However, I found myself enjoying a cup of tea every single day. So I decided to make my tea time my me time. My tea oh. time would be that designated period to intentionally take a moment to focus on me. I felt that others might be struggling with self-care as well, especially during the pandemic. So I wanted to share how overall wellness can start with a cup of tea. Not only does oh. tea have valuable physical health benefits, but the mental health benefits are equally as meaningful. Steeping a cup of tea can force you to slow down and pause until it's ready to be enjoyed. Ready? So through grace and gratitude, I get to share my passion for high quality tea, the importance of self-care and the concept of giving yourself and others grace and practicing gratitude with fellow wives, moms, and everyone with a lot on their plate. If you want to contact them, grace and gratitude teas, that's plural.com at grace and gratitude teas on Instagram, Facebook, grace and gratitude. And in the boxes, you got all kinds of cool stuff. So you guys can see that on the website, Instagram, you can see what, uh, what Sherry and Kim are enjoying. So thank you, Grace and Gratitude. Please, people, everybody, this is a small business by a mom. What's her name? Did she say what her name was, Chris? Let me see. It is Candace Brown, owner, Grace and Gratitude. Brown of Grace and Gratitude. Please support graceandgratitudetees.com and order from a small business person because, you know, we, we keep ordering from Amazon and all of these other places. But the small business people... They need some help. They need support. So graceandgratitudetees.com. We're actually going to end it. If you would like any of our merchandise, go to buyjack.com slash twofunnymamas. Uh, I think we did, Kim, did we get to everything you did that wanted to talk about? Because we, we're, we're impeding on Chris's time and we want to be respectful. <laughs> we are late. Chris told me I got to be out of here at 1145. It is 12.10 right now. <laughs> so we... um. We hope you enjoyed Two Funny Mamas podcast. And uh, I think that's it. Kim, what do you want to say? You distracted anyway. We got to go. This is, I'm trying to think like if we, Sherry, if you were a teacher and Kim was a kid, do you call the parents or do you like let them go out and run around on the playground? At this point, if I call her daddy, he's going to be like, why are you calling me? You didn't put up with it for 22 years. It's on you. (laughs) If I go to her brother Kyle and I go, Kyle, Kyle going to be like, hey, hey. You knew when you got with Kim what she was like. This ain't nothing new. So, hey, you stepped in it. Wipe your shoe off and keep going. So it is It is what it is. It's just one of those days where she's just wilding out and she's off to, and when people say, you told Kim to be quiet, you told, Kim deals in order and consistency. So when she crazy, everybody else got to be consistent. <laughs> you see, she look like she doped up right now, looking like Britney Spears. <laughs> What you trying to say about Britain? You better take that back. I Everybody's on the apology is. tour right now. 
I think Britney Spears is, you know, is something's different about Britney as there's something's different about you today. You are very distracted today and I'm all here for it. And the viewers and the listeners, thank you guys for listening to us and hanging in here with Kim and I. We're at, please, uh, we're trying to get to 100,000 subscribers by December 31st. So please tell six friends and family members to subscribe to Two Funny Mamas Podcast. We haven't taken a break yet. You know, podcasts go on vacation and then they come back. We have not taken a break yet. Every week we're giving you a new podcast. So we really, really appreciate you. Okay, Miss Distracted, can you say good night or goodbye? I was trying to make my hair pretty for the viewers. Y'all, thank you so much for listening and watching Two Funny Mamas. Oh, that's a bobby pin. Um, I was trying to make myself cute, but I want to thank y'all. I just it's want y'all a- to see it. I want y'all that's to see the craziness. Keep ranting. I want y'all to pray for me. <laughs> and please watch Daily Pop on E. And Dish Nation, and I think. Dish Nation. Oh, our episode of Call Your Mother is coming up soon, right? Is it? It's- uh, Please start uh, watching Call Your Mother because Call Your Mother, uh, Kim and I are on a show called Call Your Mother. And I believe our episode is coming up soon where we're both in it, like within the next yeah. two weeks. So okay. put it on your DVR, guys. And you said you were going to talk to the publicist to find out, but watch to Call Your Mother on ABC on Wednesdays. Yes. Yeah. Check your local listings for time. Kim is on E Daily Pop. I'm on Dish Nation. We're both on in the morning times. Check your local listings and we got to let Chris go. All right. Love y'all. Say goodnight. Good night. God bless y'all. Two funny mamas. Two funny mamas. Two funny mamas.